Hey, what's up? It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? Happy Easter, everyone. I hope you are having a great long weekend. I'm excited for today's episode. I talk with Lisa from the Lisa Rants podcast about Cinnamon Toast Crunch Guy, which like roll my eyes. And we discuss Kylie's statement about her GoFundMe scandal. And then finally, we do a deep dive into season five of Summer House. It's one of my favorite TV shows right now. We also recorded this before the last episode aired. So I do add my thoughts to the end of the episode. It is episode nine. Okay, let's get to the show. I'm back with a very special guest. Lisa from the Lisa Rants podcast is here. How are you? Hey, how are you? Thanks so much for having me back. I'm so excited. I'm doing really well. (laughs) Good. I'm glad. You were last on RTBP in August of 2020. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. It doesn't even feel like that long ago. (laughs) I know. It feels like a really short time, but also like forever ago what's what's been new with you yeah um still just ranting (laughs) um on my own (laughs) podcast um and I'm actually starting like these virtual events for my podcast and I I actually was going to invite you later but um (laughs) so I don't know just kind of like expanding just still ranting having fun and I I recently moved into my first place, so that's exciting as well. So That's very exciting. And tell me more about these virtual things. I saw this on your social media, but tell us more. Oh, yeah. Thanks. So um, it's a virtual community circle, and I feel like on my podcast, like the Lisa Rants podcast, I just go on rants like by myself, but I kind of just want to (laughs) like connect everyone and kind of just like provide like a safe space for people to rant we talk about different subjects and kind of like do some of my favorite techniques like visualization meditation talk to each other like have fun be silly like just have a blast and really just connect with others because obviously this past year like it's been hard for people to connect and find people who are like-minded so I just wanted to create something that could bring people together I love that and I don't have a lot of like experience with visualization which seems silly or like meditation really so this is like interesting to me yeah like once I started like incorporating it into my life I'm like wait this stuff works and I'm like I love it (laughs) totally and we're gonna talk about summer house and Paige and Hannah are really into like manifestation and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. maybe there'll be some tie-ins yeah uh, maybe (laughs) let's get into it I'm so excited Yeah, so today we're going to talk about Kylie Jenner and her makeup artist and like the most controversial GoFundMe ever. And then we're going to talk a little bit about um, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch scandal. And then, of course, uh, Summer House. I'm so excited to talk about Summer House because I don't get to talk about it a lot. And I just binged the first two seasons uh, this year because I had only watched seasons three to five. Mm -hmm. So I'm just really excited to talk about it so first we have Kylie Jenner so I talked about this last week on my podcast which apparently was a hot take because I got a bunch of messages about it which I don't always like love (laughs) yeah it's very controversial but I'm glad that she was able to kind of like clear it up even just to go back like I actually like Kylie Jenner like I genuinely think I mean 
I don't know. I don't find her like super problematic. I actually genuinely think she's like pretty mature. Um, she doesn't really do anything bad to anyone. And she's like super generous with her friends. So that's why when I first heard about this, I was kind of like, um, like, it doesn't really seem like Kylie, you know, I was kind of like wanting an explanation because it just, I know how selfless Kylie is. Like she always, like she bought, when her and Jordan were friends, she bought her a car. Like, you know what I mean? Like she's not like this person who would just like scam people in my opinion. I don't know. I don't know her personally, but (laughs) I just follow like her whole clan and like she's always doing stuff for them like monetarily. So first I saw it on Twitter and obviously Twitter, it's like, no, I don't believe like, cause people always try to find something wrong with the Kardashians. And I was like, I didn't believe it. And then I went on social media and I saw it for myself and I was like, Ooh, Kylie, what are you doing? (laughs) This looks so bad. Like it looks so bad. What did you feel about her statement? Yeah. So she released a statement. Well, like it was an Instagram story. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Statement. um, I know, right? (laughs) Like the notes app, like (laughs) the apologies people do. Exactly. I did feel bad for her because this was a person that she hadn't, worked with or seen in many years which I don't think was like like told outright from my understanding I don't want to backpedal on what I said I do still think like people with this amount of wealth should be giving it away and we're going to talk about that in a bit because I don't know if you have the same opinion as me I just feel like it seemed more of like a random person than the uh, first initial like story led to believe where it was like it's her Mm -hmm. makeup artist and I knew it wasn't Ariel yeah but I was like oh well they probably have like multiple people and Mm -hmm. blah 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 but when she was like yeah I haven't like seen or worked with this person for five years I was like oh I kind of feel bad about that the other thing is that apparently the original GoFundMe was for ten thousand dollars yeah and she completed their goal no that's the part where I was like oh Okay, like you know what I mean. Like it was like if if the goal was sixty thousand and she just like didn't pay it, like that would be like another story. But the goal was only ten thousand. Like I didn't know that, and obviously the narrative got switched. So when she explained that, I was like, oh, okay, no big deal. But yeah, obviously it opens up still a bigger conversation in general of just like should she have paid it or like you know? Yeah, you're right. Cause I was like, it looks so like shystery if she <laughs> if the goal is 60,000 and the person's at like 10,000 or whatever and she's like here's $5,000 and where she yeah. could just like easily contribute the whole thing yeah just cover the whole thing I'm like Kylie you literally have bags worth more than yeah. that like shoes yes, yes. like like you're the the ring on your finger right now is probably worth way more than that and it was like that's why I was just kind of like like obviously before she like apologized wasn't even apology I don't even know but but when it first came out I was like that is literally so awful (laughs) and embarrassing that you're asking us peasants to pay this man's bill and I just like I literally knew there had to be some type of explanation because I was like that makes no sense yeah I think you actually brought up a really good point that I straight up did not think about and I probably was like 
pretty scathing towards her. A, I, I don't mind her either. Um, I think I have a soft spot yeah. for the Kardashians. <laughs> Same. So I feel like I give them a pass when they often don't deserve a pass. But um, yeah. I think she's a really good mom. And I think she, she also is mature. And like she has had like hiccups. And I don't agree with everything she does. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I generally think she's like an okay person. I mean, just like not even just like a good person in the world, but I think with her friends and her like posse, yes, yes. she always treats them like very well. So yes. that is where I was like, mm, I don't know if I believe the story because I feel like Kylie would like literally do anything for like her five friends because she's like really <laughs> she's like really weird about like her friendships and stuff. So I think that's a good point because I think that what we've learned over the years with the Kardashians is that they're super generous. Yeah. Like that they're always giving people like not just monetary gifts etc but like opportunities and they're always like supporting their friends like even just Mm -hmm. like promoting their their friends other products or whatever so right I probably jumped (laughs) jumped on her like a little too hard no I mean you're like you were totally right because it's like obviously without the context like that was horrible like like let's just say that what it was like really happened that's horrible like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. pay it Kylie like yeah. why are you gonna like put it can you guys please don't no like you donate like don't <laughs> yeah. ask us to donate like that is literally insane so I'm glad she cleared it up I do think even though she cleared it up she still should not have posted it period yeah like I, I have ugh, I have conflicting feelings about it like should she have posted it should she have not like if she already hit the goal, why would she post it? Yeah, like why post it? But at the same time, she also with her outreach, it gave people like it gave them like what? 10 times the amount that they originally needed. Totally. So it's not a bad thing. But yeah, I just don't really know like what her like motive was or like why she thought that was like a good thing to do. Because even if she if she wanted them to have more money, she could have just donated them more money. Like, oh, here, here's an extra 50K while you're at it, you know? Yes, yes. Because I think what happened, and maybe this is also a misunderstanding, but, like, they set the goal at $10,000, but then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, there's going to be so much more costs associated with his recovery so we need to, like, up the goal. I don't like the the part of her posting it, like, she mm-hmm. could have definitely posted like about her friend without linking it. It's like hard to say because it's like, yeah, the people that are seeing that are people like us that can't like not assuming anything about you, but like no, they like, can't like us yeah. normies that like yeah. aren't going to contribute to like a random person's GoFundMe. Right. And like, I feel like a lot of her fans skew really young, like. Mm-hmm. 16 17 18 and I wouldn't want them to feel pressured to to pay anything but but then it's like it's hard also because you're right it brought so much more awareness but yeah. it's like it, it was it creating awareness amongst the right group of people or could she have just sent that to her other wealthy friends yeah I saw this like argument on Twitter someone was like just because she posted it's not like she's forcing people to do it um, which I thought was valid, 
but I do I do think that like like obviously there's people who are like diehard like Kylie Jenner fans and like I don't know there's people out there who are like really weird and people who probably like can't even pay their rent but they're like Kylie's asking me to do this yeah and it's like yes. you know like there are just very impressionable people impressionable people out there and it's just kind of like Kylie again you know that you even if you met the goal, but you still wanted to help him out more then you should have done that privately. Like you should have just sent him an extra 50 K for, and just covered his bills if you felt that strongly about it. But I think what she was trying to do was trying to show like weird, like performative, like support. And I think the only weird part about her statement was the fact that she tried to like really make it clear that they're like not friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's what was weird. I mean, like, I understand why she did it because she was like, it's not like this is like my close friend who like, yeah. like I get like why she said it, but at the same time, it's like people donate to people, random people all the time. Like, you don't have to know someone to like want to donate so it was just bad move on her part um she didn't really think through what she was doing but i think you know her statement kind of cleared it up i mean i felt better about it afterwards yeah i was like okay kylie like i i, I don't think you were trying to be an asshole but you know it just it didn't land well so totally yeah i really think that's that's what it was do you think that celebrities should be like donating more of their wealth to these types of things I struggle with this a lot and I I might have an unpopular opinion because I I had this huge like kind of debate with my friends about like Jeff Bezos and like they they feel very strongly that like billionaires should not exist and of course it's like and sorry I keep cursing but I curse a lot don't worry Obviously, like no one fucking needs a billion dollars, but at the same time, it's like it's weird because it's like we're kind of raised to feel like the sky's the limit, right? Like you can make whatever money you want to make as long as you work hard. And granted, most people don't work hard for a billion dollars. But like, who's to say, like, how do we put a cap like on how much people make? And then it's like one of those things where I think about like, okay, like I have a hundred dollars in my pocket. And I walk down the street and I see like a homeless guy and like he asked me for money. Am I obligated to give him money? And it's one of those things. And like I personally, in my heart, I like to donate stuff, but you can't force people to do it. And so it's like it's this weird thing of like, should people have a billion dollars? Probably not. Like no one needs to be that rich, but it's it is theirs. Do they have to give it away? Technically, no. But like it's actually just when you like I saw this TikTok and it was like, they they had like this bag of rice and they poured it out and they were like one grain of rice is like ten thousand dollars or something and they were like saying like this huge pile of rice is how much jeff bezos has and then Mm. it's like one grain of rice is like how much like a normal person has like something weird like that and it was like putting it in visual perspective it was like what like holy shit like and literally like jeff Jeff bezos could give off like five percent of his money and literally like change the world like if he donated that to like every person in the world like you know what i mean like totally if he donated like just even a small portion of his income it would just like help so many people so it makes you wonder like the good that you could do with all that money it it is it does seem very greedy when people have a lot of money and they just like keep it for themselves it's like what are you gonna do with that like why don't you try to make a difference like you have so much power 
why don't you try to make things better for people? So that that's just kind of like how, like, of course, it's their money. They don't have to donate it, but it's kind of like just being a human and having a moral conscious, like you don't need that much money to live. Like that is insane. So I personally feel like, and I always say to myself, like if I ever got super rich, I would still not buy like a $10,000 Coke or like, Cause it's just like, that's like weird to me. Like, I just don't see why anything needs to cost that much money when like I could give $10,000 to a family struggling and they would like, literally it would change their whole life, you know? And I think that people like rich people just get really lost in like the sauce. (laughs) No, I don't know. Like they just like, don't realize like they're not aware of like how hard it is out here. Like how much, the hundred dollars they just spent would mean to someone else you know so totally they're just really out of touch and it's it's unfortunate um so it's like yeah they no one has to give away their money like of course they don't have to but you would think that they would want to I'm really on the same page as you is like technically yes it is theirs and they don't have to give it away and like when we talk about billionaires net worth like I understand that that's like tied up in like companies and investments and like it's not just sitting in their bank account per se where they can just like immediately give it away like I totally understand that but yeah it's so hard when I feel like the world's billionaires like it's usually they're getting rich off of the backs of minoritized groups yeah they could just give give it away (laughs) and Mm -hmm. they could fix so many things because I think people don't realize that or I guess people do realize it but like having a stable income can just alleviate so many stresses and like worries and and stuff like that so yeah Mm -hmm. I would hope that people want to give it away and you're totally right like it's tough to see some of these things I think when it's like Kylie Jenner's giving away five thousand dollars which is huge yeah um to to people like us and then and then you see like her hundred thousand dollar car and like hundred thousand is probably a low estimate so yeah if I was a celebrity and I had a um a platform and I had a lot of money like I would want to help out other people and like my family and friends Mm -hmm. and not saying that she doesn't but it is really hard to look at when you see like her cars and her purses and her houses and then like people that work for her or are associated with her like Mm -hmm. struggling to pay for a surgery because he got into a car accident Um, and I don't know hit the ins and outs of his situation but I also like having those types of surgeries can like bankrupt people in, oh, the, yeah. in the states at least in Canada it's like maybe a little bit of a different story yeah. if, <laughs> you, if you have insurance <laughs> if you have insurance I like I don't I don't know the ins and outs per se but like yeah I don't know I just would be so scared to like live if I just had this constant threat or like you just some people just don't go to the hospital or the the doctor or whatever if they if they don't think they could um afford it and like that's so wild of a concept to me like it's mm-hmm. just so heartbreaking and something that if I was a billionaire that I would want to (laughs) change yeah yeah exactly and I don't know I do think again not to stand up for the rich or anything (laughs) but I think (laughs) it is a slippery slope like I'm trying to think about being Kylie I think she's always like someone who feels like she we're going like really deep on this topic too but um (laughs) 
I feel like she always feels like people are like trying to use her. Like I can't imagine having that, having that much money and like trying to be like a normal person because people are people are always going to try to ask you for money. Like and if she would just give money away all the time, then it's like she, people would just start looking at her like she was a bank. They'd be like, "Oh, can you donate to this? Can you donate to that? Can you donate?" And again, like she could do that, but it's like next thing you know, people would just be look at her like, "Okay, I'm just going to try to use her for money." And so it's like money is such a like it's such a necessary evil sometimes and people who have it, they don't know what to do with it. And people are always trying to get to the person who has, like, it's just a mess. So it's honestly damned if you do damned if you don't. But I think that when you have the means and you really care about something and care about a cause, you should definitely try to help. Because again, if you're willing to spend $300,000 on a Rolls Royce custom leather, pink leather and all that (laughs) crazy stuff she has, you can donate to this guy's uh, brain surgery that you met. Yes, like, yes. He did your makeup. He had your face beat for your 10 million likes on Instagram. <laughs> like, I think you can give like 100K to him, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. It's just a mess. But she's still young. Hopefully she figures it out. <laughs> she is young. And like, this is probably a blip of a, a scandal that she'll have. But that is a really good point. Like, this is also a person that's like probably contributed to you amassing that amount of wealth because you're right. He was doing her makeup for which she'll take pictures for and which she'll sell stuff for, <laughs> etc. So yeah, like he is one of the people that is like contributing to that and I also get that like of of it's probably tough to have real relationships when in the back of your head you're always thinking like is this person just using me for money and stuff like I I also I don't understand that but I could see that that could be difficult but Mm -hmm. I just feel like also at Kylie's like tax bracket it's like she's the type of person that could give away millions tens of millions hundreds of millions of dollars and still be covered for the rest of her life living in a very plush circumstance I think I think that's like another thing is like yeah like how much money is enough you know yeah (laughs) we can't even imagine how much this is yeah because we've never we've I've never even seen wealth like this like Mm -hmm. in real life so right anyways All the best to Sam. I wish him the best. So the other thing that like blew up on Twitter this week was the Cinnamon Toast Crunch scandal. Uh, And if you are out of the loop, basically this person, Jensen Karp, who's married to Topanga from Boy Meets World, found shrimp tails in a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And then obviously (laughs) like he tweeted about it. Uh, what did you think of this? Oh my God, Tori, I was following this so closely. Like I thought it was the <laughs> funniest thing and it was just like on my timeline and I just like went down the rabbit hole on this whole <laughs> thing. And I am literally repulsed because he posted a photo of like, he just kind of like poured out the bag and it was just like these two shrimp tails. And it's like, <laughs> wait, what? Can you imagine if you saw that in your cereal? And it was so like, and, you know, I've worked in social media marketing before and, I, you know, I worked for a brand and it was like, I know that it's just like some person who has to like answer this. <laughs> and it's like, how the hell do you answer to yes. that? But they gave like the worst, like that was something where you're, you need to call in like the CEO, like you, yeah, that's not something where you just give like a generic response. And like the response was just like, oh, sorry, that happened. Like, 
let us know like the barcode and DM us and we can uh, send you a new box. And it's like, yes. wait, no, like this is literally like such a big, like this is disgusting. And like for reference, like I had, I bought this bag of like St. July chips and it was like jalapeno lime. And I, when I got it, there was like no seasoning on it. Like it was like, it was like, <laughs> I got this weird malfunctioned like chips and it like, they just had no flavor. It was just like a corn chip with like nothing on it. So mm-hmm. I tweeted them and I was like, uh, uh, like what's happening? They're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then they're like, like that was like, they explained to me what happened. They sent me a letter. They sent me a coupon. They sent me three bags of chips. And like, it was like this whole thing. So the fact that Cinnamon Toast Crunch was literally just like, Huh. <laughs> I wonder what happened there. Like, mine was just like a lack of seasoning. He, his was literally contaminated by like shellfish, which is literally disgusting. Like, someone ate it and just like left the tails in somewhere in the factory. Like, that is so gross and like could have actually really harmed someone who was allergic, mm-hmm. you know, had a severe you know, who had a severe shellfish allergy and like, it's, that's very serious. And so not only was the response like weird, and then he posted like the DM with Cinnamon Toast Crunch and they were just like, oh, we're going to like review this. And he's like, what is there to review? Like, look, <laughs> like there are clearly. And then he, I think he tweeted at them again with like a very close picture of like, look, everyone, like these are literally shrimp tails. And they were just like, oh, after examination, um, they are actually like clumps of sugar and cinnamon and that's where i lost my mind because i I was like everyone's watching this and now you're gonna publicly tweet and gaslight him and tell him that it's literally not a shrimp tail when it's clearly a shrimp tail and i was like i cannot who who is running this account like why did they think that was a good idea it was just so crazy and bizarre it was such a bad response to something that's (laughs) like you're right like actually so gross of all things shrimp tails has to be like one of the top like most disgusting things you could ever find in a cereal box yeah exactly (laughs) it i just i can't imagine that is like truly a nightmare and then i'm pretty sure he also posted and like there was also like weird dark like black spots and then like a little piece of string or something yes I saw that too yeah it was like what happened in this batch like I'm literally (laughs) disgusted like honestly I wouldn't be surprised if people just like stopped buying like I don't even know like if the fact that they weren't apologetic or trying to fix it was like really bizarre I don't know if they were trying to cover it up and just be like oh no that's not what happened but it's like it clearly happened like it's out there like at this point thousands of people are like watching this (laughs) unfold very closely and the fact that they tried to take it back and just be like no it's we examined this and it's it's just sugar (laughs) it's like what (laughs) it's so bad because I understand how like sugar can crystallize like that mm-hmm. but I was like this isn't that like yeah. it's just and it the picture was in like I was gonna say 3d but obviously not 3D. No, yeah. like uh the quality of the picture was like perfect like, yeah. like there it was, was like portrait mode <laughs> it was very clearly a shrimp tail with some cinnamon and sugar on it but like it wasn't just a clump of cinnamon sugar oh my god did you immediately think like this is real like that he actually found them or do you think like the first time I saw it I was like I kind of feel like this guy just put them there and like tossed them up in the bag and just like wanted to 
do it out of attention. I don't, I don't. Mm. <laughs> that was my first thought as the internet, like everything's not real. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I didn't, I fully believed it at first. Like, I don't know why I just, I'm very gullible anyways, but I, I mean, <laughs> I just, I feel like from my experience, I just know that like things can just get like with the chips, even though it's like literally not the same thing, but it's like yeah. things can't things can get like messed up in factories and stuff. So I I just fully believed it, and I was like, ew, like oh my god, like I was just freaking out. So, but then obviously, like as the tweets came in, people were like, this is fake, blah blah blah. But I'm like, that is so random. Like I know it's, it's honestly too random to be fake. Like who is like eating shrimp, and they're like, let's put this in the in cinnamon <laughs> and pretend that we fa- like that is so bizarre like honestly if he really thought of that like kudos to him because it was a great social media strategy and he blew up and went viral if that was what he was trying to do it worked but honestly it's honestly too bizarre to believe like if he would have just said like the argument of like oh there was like a rubber band in there and or like like okay like that that probably happens but shrimp tails like that is so crazy that like it has to be real like there's no way I know I know (laughs) know? I did think that too so he gained a hundred thousand followers because of this and that was like the one the one time I was like yeah could this just be a ploy because he is like in the entertainment business I don't know why like a lot of times with like YouTubers or people in in entertainment I'm like well this couldn't happen to them because they're doing it for the views (laughs) like like Mm -hmm. random things wouldn't happen to them just because they could like profit profit off of it but obviously like it things happen to everybody so Mm -hmm. that doesn't totally make sense but yeah it was just it was really random and I don't think cinnamon toast crunch like handled it particularly well but who knows if it's true he seems annoying um a bunch of this is this is gonna turn dark but a bunch of like allegations about him being like an abusive partner and creating like a toxic work environment came out and then he has gone silent uh and has not Mm. said anything since that has kind of blown up yeah i mean with that evidence honestly it's kind of like okay maybe he did make this all up and yes, clearly he's, yes. like clearly he's like a narcissist and he's literally is he still actually married to topanga or like yes that's so weird it's <laughs> so me. weird because she seems so lovely and this guy again seems really weird so this jensen used to be like a rapper and had oh, like God. a popular <laughs> rap career in like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And then he like released a book and then he has this podcast and then he married Topanga and they have like a, a two year old. OK, yeah. As you paint the story, I'm like, all right, this is someone who really likes attention. So, yes. OK, yeah. I'm so glad. And then I was thinking, I was like, did I think this was fake? before I heard about these allegations or after and like mm-hmm. I think it did cross my mind because I'm like I I never want to be the person like fooled by something on the internet so I'm like it always crosses my mind that it's fake but like 
I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like oh, I was fooled. Us. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. Shame on them. That's disgusting. Yeah. So, I mean, may- well, actually, now that you like bring all of that up, like all that evidence, I'm like, OK, like if it's <laughs> it probably was fake. But at the same time, it's like so I'm wondering if like Cinnamon Toast Crunch knew that like they monitor their employees so fiercely and they knew that like that was not a possibility like at all. Because honestly, like it probably isn't because it's like, why would someone just have sh- two shrimp <laughs> in the like, you know what I, like, when you really think about it, it doesn't really make sense, but like shit happens. So like, I was just fully prepared to believe it, but no, yeah. but like, obviously like they probably have them like wash their hands, put on all this sanitary stuff before they yeah. even enter the facility. So yeah, I mean, Cinnamon Toast Crunch was probably like, okay, we're going to just say that like that's not what it is because yeah. like, there's no yeah. way that that's what it is. But they they could have had a stronger, they should have just been like, you know, that's we we monitor our employees and we don't, <laughs> we don't believe that th- this could be possible, but we'll look into it for you. It's like they could have had a better response than trying totally. to just brush it off and say it's sugar because that's where they <laughs> lost me. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how this would happen because you're right, like shrimp tails isn't a, like a, a common lunch like who's, who's eating right. shrimp on yeah. their lunch break and then like mm-hmm. accidentally dropping it into um, a box of cereal. I don't yeah. know. Right. But weirder things have happened. Like this type of shit yeah. happens. And sometimes, again, maybe it's me because I am so grossed out by this type of shit. Like I hate weird like food <laughs> things. But <Yeah>. like... <laughs> I also am forcing myself to believe that factories have like a a very high tolerance, like that they're not making mistakes like this because I don't want to be the one eating (laughs) fucking shrimp cereal. That's (laughs) how I felt. I was just like, ew, 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 ew. Like I cannot (laughs) fathom that. And like even just thinking about what could have been in other things that I've bought and I'm just like, oh no. Yeah, but yeah, again, I think I was just quick to believe it just because I did have that weird incident with the chips that just like had no flavor or seasoning on them but I'm just like <laughs> yeah how yeah. did you guys mess this up so yeah um ugh, and I don't that know. has happened like a similar thing happened to me where I was eating like protein bars and I had like a pack of them yeah and um I think it was the whole pack I remember at least one or two but they didn't like mix the salt in they were like extremely salty and they were like protein bars I like like chocolate chip or whatever yeah. that I yeah. would buy all the time Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I know that it's not supposed to taste like this. Like, yeah, I do know that those mistakes happen. So mm-hmm. are you a Cinnamon Toast Crunch fan? Like, are you going to are you sworn off the cereal? Um, No, I actually never really ate it too much. I, I do like it, but I, I never like bought it for myself because it's just like too sugary. But yeah, um, yeah, I def- I'm not going to lie. It does like turn me off because it's like, oh, I know, you know, I know it just sucks for everyone involved. But definitely that social media person needs to be fired. <laughs> so that's yes, all I got to yes. say. Totally. <laughs> if it was fake or not, either way, they did not handle it correctly. <laughs> they did not put me at ease with your brand. I'm no, sorry. no. Like I haven't had Cinnamon Toast Crunch in like probably three or four years. And I but I still like if it was offered to me today, I would like probably decline. Like I still am like weird about it. So. Right. I'm like, is there any shrimp in here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Summer House. Yes, I'm excited. When did you start watching Summer House? I would say about three or four seasons. How many? What season are we on now? This is five. Oh, okay. 
I think only the past three I've like fully watched. I started I started watching when Kyle and Amanda like were together and like the whole cheating thing happened. I think that was when I started. So like the past three seasons I've been watching. Yeah. So you probably watched three, four and five. Yeah. And that's when I started to because seasons one and two, there Mm -hmm. was like a different cast. Yeah. The the blonde women. I see like clips of them. But yeah, I think I need because you told me that you watched seasons one and two and I think I need to like watch it kind of to get the you do you do where did you watch it like what platform is it on um i watched on hey you i think it's just a canadian a canadian Mm. streaming service but uh, that's how i watch all of the bravo tv shows because i don't have tv and i don't have bravo so yeah yeah it's really good it has like e entertainment tv shows and then um bravo Mm -hmm. and the first two seasons are really good because it explains like what a summer house is and how they like rent them and it also introduces Kyle and Amanda Lindsay Carl and so Amanda was involved season one yes she was like the girl who was just like hooking up with Kyle yes and it's so interesting to see their relationship it was like they liked each other and they were like kind of dating and then they broke up for the summer and then he kept calling her because he liked her and yeah then they yeah got together like full-time but yeah it, it it's a really good fun tv show and this season I think has been it's been really different but it's been good have you enjoyed it yeah it's been really different but really good um it's I don't even it's just crazy <laughs> this year and obviously like they filmed it during covid like in the summer and obviously they had to like they're literally living together full time for six weeks. And I think what's interesting about the Summer House cast is that it was always very like random. Like none of them are like really friends. They kind of just like come to the Summer House and they like have to interact with each other. Like there's a lot of different cliques within the house. And I think the fact that they had to literally just like live together for six weeks straight, like that's why we're seeing such explosive things happening because it's like, any tension that you've ever had is going to get exposed. Like you're not just having fun and getting drunk for the weekend and going back home. Like you're literally living and working and cleaning and all this stuff with these people. And it's just been so crazy to see like the dynamics. Yeah, that's true because, and for those who don't watch the TV show, they work in New York city during Mm -hmm. like Monday to Friday. And then they go to the Hamptons Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. And you're totally right. Like in the normal seasons, they rarely see each other during the week right because they're like hustling yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes they're like new york like mm-hmm. business people oh my god i thought that was so cool i was like <laughs> yeah, i, yeah. I want to be a part of this lifestyle i know i like straight up couldn't i don't know if it's because <laughs> and like i'm a i'm like smack dab like age wise there's like mm-hmm. the girls af- that are a few years no, I think that they're all around my age. I think Paige and Hannah are around my age now that I think mm. about it. And then there's like Kyle, who's 40. But I'm like, how do you drink so much Friday and Saturday and like rally <laughs> during the day? Like, I, I just don't understand. And do that yeah. for like 13 weekends straight. I know, because it's literally like you work a night, like nine to five, and then it's like literally Friday right after work, they get in a car and they go, like, yeah. they drive all the way to the Hamptons and they just party all weekend. I'm like, 
are you not exhausted? Like I know. Like, it <laughs> oh seems God. so exhausting. And, yeah. like, spoiler alert, it could be because of drug use. I was, like, doing, <laughs> doing like, oh a, God. a yeah. Reddit, like, absolute deep dive. This is, like, one of the TV shows that I love to go on Reddit for because it's weirdly not discussed a lot. Like, I was even looking mm-hmm. up um, podcasts to listen to. Like, like about yeah yeah and recapping summer house and they're like straight up isn't one there's bravo Dude, yeah, i ones. tell people i tell people all the time i'm like do you watch summer house they're like what's that like they don't even know what it is i'm like this no. is literally the best show ever yes. like why don't people know about it yeah it's crazy yeah it's so weird so i just like love talking to other people about it because i just don't get that normally but yeah it, yeah. it, it could very well be like um drug use but it's it's Mm -hmm. wild that they can just like rally but Mm -hmm. this season they are stuck in one house and they're like obviously working from home yeah and they don't leave like Mm -hmm. I was thinking about the previous seasons and like they would go out for dinner some of them would stay home go to the club um sleep at other people's houses like yeah they were not in each other's space like really all. that much at all yeah and now <laughs> they they're just, just like constantly together. yes yeah. yes so i just think that like that is kind of one of the reasons that it's like so explosive this season and i feel like a lot of people aren't talking about that like they're like why is this season have so many fights and stuff and why are people getting on each other's nerves i'm like That's because why. yeah it's like they're constantly with each other Mm -hmm. one of the first big fights of the season was between hannah and kyle what did you think of that did you think their argument was really about trash i actually do think it was about trash like (laughs) (laughs) so i mean not to like backtrack but like hannah hannah's character development is like whoo it's a lot (laughs) I have personally not been able to like really stand her this season like at all and mind you like I've kind of seen like I I liked Hannah and Paige like last season yeah I I still like Paige and I think this past year she you know they started like the Giggly Squad and their podcast and like what really what really got Hannah's head big was when she went on the Call Her Daddy podcast yes she went on that podcast and everyone loved her and she got mad followers and now she thinks her shit don't stink and it's really apparent on the show and it's actually insane like how she's acting and I do think she's like kind of like putting on a like I don't even know what she's doing but it's just like so absurd and I'm like I just can't even stand it anymore. Like I thought Hannah was cool because I just felt, I thought she was like a really confident person, but now it's just very like her ego is just out of control and I just like can't even deal with it. So like, as far as the fight's concerned, it was literally just like, Kyle's like, Hey, like, I think, is he like a Capricorn? I think. <laughs> so I looked up all of their signs. No, there's only like four Leos in the house. Like, it's like insane. Oh my like, God. I don't even know how <laughs> they chaotic. can like, it's very chaotic. <laughs> but anyways, um, I think Kyle, like, Kyle's like a you know he's very like he's crazy but he's also like type a and controlling so the fact that like Hannah wasn't doing shit like little I know for a fact because I'm like kind of that type of person too like I know his blood was boiling so he literally was just trying to say like hey like we literally are working our asses off like actual nine to fives you guys literally barely have jobs and you could at least like take out the garbage like you said you were going to and then Hannah's like don't talk to me like that like she gets so (laughs) triggered and she's like 
she always takes low blows at their relationship and it's like it's actually bizarre and it's like I feel like you have some underlying feelings about Amanda and Kyle that you need to sort out and it's actually really embarrassing because like Amanda's like always kind to you (laughs) like yes I just feel really bad like and that friendship is just really toxic and I don't know I could go on for Hannah for a while so you 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 steer me in the right direction (laughs) but I could just keep going because I've just seen so many things about Hannah this season I I don't like so yeah you know what side I'm on no I am totally on your side too like Hannah was probably my favorite um, in seasons three and four maybe not even four maybe just three but I was like listening to her podcast burning in hell and yeah um I listened to the first like three episodes of giggly squad before like the giggly squad scandal happened yeah I do think that this is the season that she realized like okay this is a tv show we need to like create drama and she didn't realize that like The drama that just naturally unfolded without you trying too hard. It was like they realized they were on a TV show. Mm -hmm. And she was like, we need to like step it up and we just need to. And like, look where it's getting her. Like, it's weird, though, because she's the most talked about person on the TV show. And you're right. Her fame has like surpassed like Kyle and Amanda's, which probably pisses off Kyle and Carl, etc. Because they are like the OG cast members. But like, it is not good press. Like, all press is good press. Not in this case. Like, she is getting roasted like literally everywhere. And I think that she thought this was like a good career move to like just ramp up the drama but it's going in the exact like opposite direction yeah I agree I don't know what got into her head or why she thought like acting like that was gonna like make us like her I I don't know I don't really see Kyle and Carl really being like I don't see them really caring about her success like I know for myself I see love people drink lover boy where I'm from all the time like they're wild they're like successful I can never get my hands on it like like literally like Kyle talking about it on the show he's like we don't have enough like they literally don't have enough like for demand like I go to a liquor store I, like I can't get it so I mean obviously I live in New England so like their yeah. stuff is like more popular like totally. obviously in the, the New York area well I'm not in New York but you know what I mean yeah. and so um yeah like I like a lot of people I know drink it so they are really successful <laughs> like they really are so I mean you know they're not fame successful but their yeah. drink is doing extremely well so I don't think they feel like she keeps bringing that argument up of like because like she's done a lot of Bravo interviews and she's like, yeah, they're just like intimidated by my success. It's like, "Mm, I don't think they really care that much, (laughs) but okay. So I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like they have, again, just been around the block for more years than them. And they kind of have this like sustained fame, even if it's smaller. And I feel like Hannah's going to be like splash in the pan kind of like will fizzle out and yeah she just seems really I don't know just like annoying this season I I can't even put my like finger on it really like yeah and you saw that like the fight when they tried to she he literally was so emotional about it because he knows that like Amanda is her good friend and he like wanted to make it better and so he like pulled her to the side and they like have this whole argument she like and she's like do you talk to me like my dad and he's like why are you bringing your dad into this and she's like don't talk to him (laughs) that was at like I had to pause because I was like 
did that just happen? Like, is she absolutely insane? Like, and I've been having the funniest commentary with people on like Twitter. Like even last night, like I was just tweeting so much stuff about it. And then like, I don't know, like I was just having the funniest conversations because like Hannah has literally lost her mind. Like, what is she doing? <laughs> like you said, it's not working. It's not working. I think like the other thing that has pissed me off about this season is her and Des posted a couple picture, like posed as a couple on Instagram pre-Summer House. I don't know if it was pre-taping mm-hmm. or just pre-airing. I think it was pre-taping. And then on the show... Obviously, the producers were like, okay, well, we have to like pick up where we left off. So you're supposed to, yeah, be obsessed with Luke still. Can't have another boyfriend and be like completely over it. So you need to like fake care about this stuff. And like the the fucking Luke, Sierra, Hannah stuff was just like Mm -hmm. so annoying. And because you know that she was already in a relationship, even this past episode, she kept being like, yeah, it's tough being long distance with Des and stuff like that and and then I'm like but you said last episode that you just started talking to him yes yeah it's like yeah and then he's like coming on the season and like it it just seems like manufactured where again I feel like in seasons one through four it wasn't as manufactured Mm -hmm. as like Super any organic. other yeah tv show so how do you feel about luke though are you on the hate train not this season i think this season he's done like nothing wrong i was annoyed literally at him nothing wrong like he's like literally minding his own fucking business like <laughs> chopping wood and like playing the guitar and i also feel bad for him because he always gets shit on reddit for like his songs and i was like well he can't play real songs because they then they can't post it on the or like they can't play it on the tv show because of like copyright so unless Mm -hmm. they buy the like rights to it so i'm like he can only play his own like made up songs but last season i thought that he was being weird like it felt like he was leading hannah on and he was like at least emotionally unavailable with his like ex and stuff but this season I really think he has done nothing wrong until this episode like obviously flipping out both (laughs) both everyone flipping out was everyone yeah absurd but yeah so I I tweeted about this last night I have an issue with people saying he let her on only because yes he's flirty and whatever but like he fully for the whole time was like I don't want to be with you I don't want to like he said it so many times he couldn't have made himself more clear it's like and he literally didn't have sex with her like and like it's kind of weird how they talk about that they're like yeah he didn't have sex with you like they're like mad yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, like, it's yeah. like weird it's like that is honestly really respectful like he didn't want her to get attached even though he probably wanted to, but he just like always had that very clear boundary. And it's like, if a guy doesn't want to sleep with me, it's kind of just like, okay, clearly you don't actually like, so it's like, I don't know what got in her head where she really just really thought that he was kept leading her on because he really wasn't. (laughs) He wasn't using her for sex. He told her, he never told her that he liked her. He didn't want to date her. Like they just, they did have a connection. He admitted that, but he did not want to date her or like romantically be with her. Like it was very clear I don't know. Everyone's just like, yeah, Luke's an asshole. And I'm like, he's really not. Yeah. He's like not my kind of guy. Like I don't. Yeah. Yeah. But like I, 
I agree with you. And you are right. Like, even when you're saying this, you're like kind of refreshing my memory that he was mm-hmm. like, I don't want a relationship at all. Yeah. And he would like continue to flirt with her. But I really think mm-hmm. he I don't Which know if he it, does like, that of course, intentionally. Of, of course. That can, exactly. And I know that can mess with girls heads and they're like, yeah, oh, he must like me. But it's like he's telling you they doesn't like you. Like I, I tell know. girls all the time, you have to listen to what a man is saying out of his <laughs> mouth. Like that is what he means. Like he can do all yes. this other shit. But like yes. what he's saying is what he means. So I, I just know. get it because it's like I feel like everybody's been on that situation where the guy's like, I don't want to date. And then oh, but yeah. he's like flirting with you and you're like, yeah, OK, well, I'm going to just look at the flirting. <laughs> and like, yeah, completely no, we ignore all, this. <laughs> we've all been there, but I think he's definitely he's literally said it. I don't know. Whatever. But I don't know. I just feel bad for him. And like, so Sierra obviously is a new addition to the show and I like her, but I feel really weird about this whole situation because Hannah is literally like manipulating this girl into not like hating Luke. him. Yeah. And it's just like so dramatic and like yeah. the whole like girl posse and like, yeah, can you believe Luke's a loser? Like he tried to text me and like, it's just so juvenile and like granted, Sierra's literally 24. I was shook. I was like, oh, that's 24. really young. She's so young. Like, she's so yeah. much younger than everyone on the show. She's like five years younger than everyone on the show. Like, yeah, it was just really weird that they like casted her. So, like, I mean, I get it. Like, she's like still on the younger side. And I don't know. But it was just like, I just felt bad because I genuinely feel like Luke actually wanted to pursue like a real relationship with her and like actually would have treated her really well. And she's just like completely believing everything Hannah is saying. And she's just like, so rude to him and i'm just like sis like just be his friend at least like you don't have to like walk around yes. and like have this attitude like it was just so weird it was just really funny when he in like a confessional was like hannah like we're good friends like sierra she's beautiful inside and out and like <laughs> oh my god yes i saw people <laughs> talking about that and i was like oh that didn't sound good it's interesting because i also agree that like Maybe Sierra was like, okay, I do like Luke. And then when she was like, but I also want to fit in with this group. And yeah. then if they're all hating on Luke, like it's maybe just easier for me to like fit in with that. But you wouldn't be here without Luke. So it's yeah, like, it's uh, true, you know. But Sierra is going to be on the new spinoff show, Winter House, and like Luke isn't. So she has like possibly parlayed this into like a Bravo career. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's awesome. Like, good for her. Like, she's cool. I also just loved when Luke retweeted, like, this is actually, like, the most scathing thing. But someone around Valentine's Day made, like, a fake Valentine. It was, like, something about, like, if you call her burn dog, like, you're not interested in her romantically. And he retweeted it. And I was like, I I would just, like, absolutely die if this guy I pursued on TV um retweeted that he uh like basically only thinks of me as a friend and calls me, me burn dog like oh my god seriously see he made it clear and I'm- i also just found it weird when sierra was like don't text me after 9 p.m that was so dramatic maybe it's like don't text me after like midnight or something like that but like 9 p.m i was like that's just like early evening it was it was really weird to me yeah like she's like he 
keeps flirting with me and he literally he he literally didn't say anything for <laughs> he was like he was like um just so you know like i didn't sleep with her and she's like don't sex me <laughs> like it was like he wasn't flirting with you like I don't yeah know, it was, yeah the whole thing just seems very like middle school and like let's gang up on luke we hate luke it's like why like you guys are actually so in love with him and that it just it's bothering you so much and you guys are just doing that like immature thing where you just like gang up on him because you're just like mad at him like i don't even know like it just it seems very familiar of like high school and i just i'm not here for it i just i just wish that sierra could just be like her own person and like not i feel like she's just trying to fit in like too much and like it's kind of clouding her judgment a little bit totally and i feel like they just need someone to hate every season like in seasons one and two it was christina and then in seasons three and four it was like Jordan and um that other girl that was on for like one season. Julia oh poor Julia. thing <laughs> yes poor and thing I feel like they just like nothing brings a group closer together than like than hating, hating on one person yeah. which is so ugly but like yeah. it's true but J- Jordan kind of deserved it though <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was bizarre <laughs> yes he was but, so weird yeah but yeah Julia poor thing I don't what do you think about Lindsay Okay, so I'm actually obsessed with Lindsay. I love Lindsay too. Yes, I think that she is truly the most authentic person. Like every crazy thing that comes out of her mouth, I yeah. truly believe is like her <laughs> just being real. And I love it. Yeah, she's I so love real. It. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was thinking like, I don't know. I just wish that she could like calm down a little bit because I agree with every point she makes. Like everything she says is like true. Well, with Stravi, that's a difference. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> yeah. But like when it comes to the group, like she knows that like Hannah and Paige are mean girls, like can be mean girls sometimes. And she knows that they're just she knows that they are like immature and like she calls it out and they and they try to make her look crazy. But it's like, no, like she you guys are like she's literally right. And if she could just kind of like reel it in sometimes, totally. she would be so powerful because it's like she really knows what she's talking about, but she just like has such an emotional or angry response and it just kind of like defeats her like argument sometimes, you know? Totally. And I think that's same with Amanda too. Like Amanda often is right, I think, but the yeah. way that she delivers the message, like it just never lands with people. And like whining or like yes. crying. Yes, yes. Yeah. It just doesn't land. She's such a sweetheart, but like it was really annoying to watch her like fight with Hannah and just like cry. It was like, sis, like just stand up for yourself and just like tell her that she's dead wrong. Like, I don't know. It was like it was really weird to see how weak she would get with Hannah and like Hannah would be like the mean one and I was like this is not the dynamic I expected at all so yeah I don't know yeah and I think that comes from the history which you'll see when you watch it because mm-hmm. um like Lindsay and the other girls that were there prior didn't mm-hmm. like Amanda and they mm. like all unfollowed her on Instagram and stuff like that. And then oh my God. I think that when Paige and Hannah came in, Amanda was like, okay, these can be like my girls now. And yeah, then I feel like she always just like tries to not make Paige and Hannah upset, even though they're being assholes. Yeah, that's like her squad in the house, I guess. Totally. Well, she, she thinks they are, but I don't know. Hannah doesn't seem like a very good friend to me. Yeah, I don't think she really likes anyone other than Paige. And it seems like even Paige has been kind of trying to distance herself from Hannah. Like, apparently yeah. she found out about her and Dez's engagement 
via mm-hmm. social media, which is like really awkward, I find. Yeah, I don't think they're as good as friends as they act on the show. I mean, I'm so I'm such an as- annoying astrology girl, but like they are like a Scorpio, <laughs> Scorpio and Leo. It's like eh, it's not like really like the strongest like type of match because like both of them want to have like the power and like I just feel like there's a lot of power dynamics and I also saw that because you you see like on pages like confessionals she'll say like little digs about Hannah or like just be like yeah like Hannah's being crazy or like I think Paige said she's too big for her bridges and I was like yes Paige thank you because I get so annoyed when Paige always stands up for Hannah and then I saw a like what I don't know if it was watch what happens live it was like an interview with like Hannah and Dez and she and they literally asked her like did you see what Paige said about you and she was like yes that hurt me so much because yes I am successful like she gave this like really insane answer and it was like so annoying and it kind of made it seem like they like were having a little trouble but then they're still doing the podcast so it's kind of like I don't know what's happening here I just want everyone to be their own person like I want Sierra to be her own person I want Paige to be her own person like yes we don't need to like sip whatever Hannah's crazy Kool-Aid she got going on because like it's not working you guys look really bad and like really immature <laughs> you know what I mean like I love how Lindsay and Danielle just like they're just like oh, okay they're being crazy again like I know they don't even care like Danielle's the most chill person alive like if I could just have the, an ounce of her chill I'd just be like a happier same. person <laughs> same she's the one person in the house that I'm like we could be friends yeah, I'd want to oh, yeah. be friends with Danielle. Obviously, I'd want to be friends with like Lindsay and stuff, but like Danielle just seems like yeah, the yeah, like the, a normal person. Yes, yeah, like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that again, I haven't listened to Giggly Squad, but I think that Hannah and Paige understand that that's like probably one of their most like lucrative career moves is to do continue this because again, when I'm deep diving on the reddit people say like oh did you notice how like snarky they were at each other and stuff so I'm really interested to see like what happens with that because yeah it's just really interesting because I just thought that they were like ride or die and and maybe they aren't yeah I'm seeing some cracks <laughs> um one last thing I wanted to ask you is what did you think about Kyle saying Luke loves control over females in quote which I hate when men call women females but yeah right that's oh, besides I thought it was the point <laughs> I thought it was the only one I'm like ew can you stop saying females I was like thought that was so gross yes so that argument I mean and obviously we're gonna see like how it really unfolds next yeah. week but it was all very strange and ridiculous because talk about calling the kettle black like yeah yeah between Carl and Kyle like the women they have messed over publicly on this show for years now is like insane so the fact I think it honestly stems from obviously being intoxicated like drinking too much they didn't even know what they were talking about yeah second of all I think it was honestly like a little bit of jealousy. Like they're mad that all these girls are so worked up over Luke. And, you know, I feel like they've never really bonded with him because like Luke is like hot and like a model. And like, I feel like they liked Stravi more than they liked Luke, you know? Yeah. So I always thought that dynamic was really bizarre. So I just feel like there was a lot of underlying feelings anyway. Like they just don't really like him. And then so now they had like an excuse. And I think Carl was trying to just be like, 
the savior and like try to like look good in front of Sierra because he knew that Sierra was not into like him right now. And he was like, I'm going to start a fight and tell him that he's an asshole. And like, like, I don't know. I feel like he was just trying, he's probably just trying to get in Sierra's pants, honestly. (laughs) And like, I don't think any of them really feel that strongly about it, but I think that they were just drunk and they just wanted to start a fight and like look cool or something. (laughs) It seems like Carl and Kyle, like they have been the worst (laughs) like over the last couple seasons and now that they're like older and wiser and like treat people better Mm -hmm. I feel like they think that they can like now call out that type of behavior like that they're like weird yeah better than that but I do wonder like does Luke I don't know what the answer is but does Luke use flirting and then in turn the girl starts to like him does he use that as like a power move like what Kyle is saying I don't think that that's what happened with Hannah but I do get that that could be something that like he is used in his life I see Luke as someone who is from like the Midwest and he's like really nice Cause they all, it's like a stereotype. Like they're just like nice guys out there, but I think he wants to be liked and validated Yeah, for sure. So he obviously sees that when he's nice to women, it gets like a good reaction from them. And he, he just wants to be validated. And I don't really think it's a power thing. It's more of just like, I want everyone to like me trying to win every girl over. And I think that was what happened with Hannah last season. It was like, they did flirt and she like, wasn't interested. So he was like, I need to like win her over. He didn't actually want her. He just wanted to win her over. And I know many guys like that, but that's a whole nother story but um, (laughs) I don't know I just feel like it is harmless but obviously it like messes with people's heads a lot totally yeah I see that do you have any predictions for the rest of the season Mm, I really like where Kyle and Amanda are at I know they've been through a lot but I think they're like really cute so I just hope that they stay like in this solid place that they're in now I think Luke might leave the house I feel like he should leave the house at this point because he literally has no friends I don't know how they're gonna kind of move past this big fight that we're gonna see next week but um yeah I'll I'll definitely be watching I'm excited (laughs) me too me too yeah those are good predictions I think the one that I'll add is it's seems like Paige breaks up with her boyfriend and then hooks up with Carl and I like low-key kind of love that yeah I like that and because um I liked when um Paige first came on and Carl liked her and I was like oh they'd be cute and they they have like really good banter and stuff just kind of like he wasn't in the right place but I think now he definitely is yeah and I think that if they can get it together like they would be like great I love Perry. I think he's so hot. And I think he's like the best. I don't know why she doesn't like him. Like he literally wants to marry her. And she's like, "Uh, I don't know. Like, what is wrong with you? Can I have him? So he's just so hot and he's rich and he owns like a bunch of restaurants. (laughs) Exactly. I remember when COVID like first kicked off, he did like a bunch of like he donated a bunch of dinners to like New York hospitals and stuff. So I'm really fascinated to to see where or like how their relationship dissolves that's so ugly to say yeah it's really sad 
I mean, they're still they're still friends because like on the Giggly Squad, like she'll talk about him, but like they're just not together. So yeah, I heard her say on Danny Pellegrino's podcast that they're still friends. So and mm-hmm. they were friends before they started before, dating. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense to me. But yeah, I really liked her and Carl together. Do you think they're dating now and they're just keeping it a secret? I don't know. Kyle, Amanda, Carl, and Paige took a picture together that I saw and they were like at dinner and I was like, hmm. Yes, I saw that too. I have no idea because I feel like that would be something really hard to keep a secret. Also, yeah. this Winter House spinoff, Paige is on it. I don't think Carl is. I think it's Kyle and Amanda, Paige, Sierra, Lindsay, and then Craig and Austin from Southern Charm. I'm curious to see what unfolds with that too because I think Paige was maybe linked to Craig or Austin I don't really know those I don't want Southern Charm yeah me either I feel like I need to get into it because there's a lot of drama that comes from that show too (laughs) the A-Rod situation yes I tried one episode and I just could not do it yeah but I wish I could because it seems really interesting (laughs) last thing I just want to hit on is like Lindsay like she I feel bad for her like obviously you know she's like She's 34. She like has this plan. Like she wants to like get married, yes. have babies. Like, what do you feel about that? Or like, do you think she should have let Starvy go? Yeah. Am I saying it right? Starvy? Stravi? Stravi. Okay. Stravi. I literally have Steven. no idea. Steven. Steven. Yeah. Yes. She's always like Steven. Like, yeah. <laughs> but okay. I'm glad you brought that up. I actually like don't fault her at all. If you want to have babies and you're 34, like I just mm-hmm. feel like it can get challenging. Like it's still obviously possible, but you might have yeah. to like do extra steps and stuff. And definitely, I totally get if you want marriage and kids that you would be panicked and maybe mm-hmm try to enforce a a tight timeline that you wouldn't have when you were like 25 like I just I get that so do you feel like she should have tried to make it work with him because it like I I was struggling because it's like he's not a bad guy like by any means and it's kind of like I don't know it's I mean not I'm not saying anyone should settle but I don't really feel like she was settling you know no and like I read the powerpoint (laughs) like I oh my god (laughs) which I thought was so funny but I read the powerpoint like in more detail and honestly Mm -hmm. it was all communication stuff that was like easily worked on and I think that that's sometimes the tough thing I have with with people was like when sometimes you just know and that's fine or sometimes there's deal breakers but it seemed like all the things that they listed that were wrong to us at least were things that they could work on I'm wondering if there was like more going on that they didn't tell us because it just seemed like those things either person could have worked on and they could have just stayed together but I wonder if there was like an underlying thing because Danielle was saying when they were talking together like oh like I I don't see this for you and stuff and so Mm -hmm. I just I just wonder if there's something else yeah there's definitely probably more we don't see yeah but it was so weird how she was just like on the beach so nonchalant like yeah I think we should just go our separate ways and then she just Mm -hmm. goes back to like the bonfire like (laughs) and just like acts like nothing's wrong so literally nothing's wrong and maybe that's also a sign that she like basically didn't give a shit didn't really love him yeah 
Well, it was nice doing a deep dive into Summer House. It's such a fun show. I know. It's so fun. If you don't watch it, you definitely should. It's it's really light and fun, even though they, they, they talk about some serious things, but it's really, really fun. And it's a good getaway quarantine show. Yes, 100%. It's like my one of my faves. Thank you so much for coming on. And where can the listeners find you? Yeah, you can find my podcast, Lisa Rance Podcast, um, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, my Instagram, at Lisa Rance. And yeah, LisaRance.com. <laughs> well, thanks again so much for coming on. Thank you. I always love chatting with you. Oof, we're not done yet. I wanted to add my thoughts on episode nine because it came out after we recorded this episode of RTBP. I was really surprised at how quickly all of the guys apologized to each other. That was really surprising to me. And I thought that they all did a really good job of communicating like they were really listening to each other and it seemed like they were taking what each other was saying to heart but I still think that they put way too much onus on Luke and I don't think that Kyle and Carl really apologized enough because they equally flew off the handle it wasn't just him it was all three of them contributing but they kind of put that all on Luke and I also want to applaud Luke for his apology. I thought it was also really heartfelt and telling us about his family and just more about how he grew up really made me feel empathy towards him. And then of course the bombshell at the end with Stravi, <laughs> Stravi, still don't remember how to pronounce it, but with Steven showing up at the end doing a big grand rom-com gesture for Lindsay. So we'll see how that turns out. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much, Lisa, for joining me today. If you liked today's episode, follow along on social media at RTBP Podcast and you can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I hope you're staying safe and well out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.